This is Matt Blaze Love Talk. And we're going to start the recording in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. This is Matt Blaze Love Talk on Monday afternoon. Good afternoon, folks. Good to hear you today. As I have shared with you many times before on my podcast, I don't have a certificate and I'm not a physician. I just share information and opinions to help people maintain the relationship and to prevent them from having bad relationships. As we all know, there are certain parts of relationship that simply don't work. At that time, we could use a little extra from someone with the credentials that I don't have and the expertise, which is why today I'm going to introduce you to a lawyer for a bit of Q&A. Mr. Gary Dunlop has been both a defense and prosecution lawyer. He has worked for all types of clients from every background, from from the everyday average person to multimillionaires in civil cases, domestic cases, the list of his accomplishments are too long for this introduction. Over almost, for almost two decades, I have known Gary Dunlap. He has given advice and shared opinions when I needed them. Thankfully, I never needed his courtroom services. Besides, he knows my mother and I would be in worse trouble than any courtroom. (laughs) Today, he's willing to impart, impart some of his knowledge on this podcast in a short question and answer session. I figure a decent topic uh, is hard to come by Um, and all topics are available for conversation if anybody wants to jump in and share. Today on uh, Matt Blaze Love Talk, I, I decided the uh, the one thing I wanted Gary to to share, uh, you know, just because we we, we had a, a very uh, important thing happen in the last several weeks with the the uh, uh, Petito case where the young lady was uh, she was killed. Um, terrible, terrible, terrible situation. Um, and, you know, she was in an abusive relationship. Um, and there are people out here who may need help in preventing from getting into an abusive relationship or possibly getting out of uh, an abusive relationship. This is not something we generally, you know, want to talk about in Matt Blaze Love Talking Relationships. But sometimes it is a part of relationships, and it is something that happens here and there. Um, I'm going to introduce you again to Mr. Gary Dunlap. As I said before, his his accomplishments, I would talk for two or three days, giving you everything this man has done. (laughs) You're too kind, Matt. So, Mr. Gary Dunlap, welcome to Matt Blaze Love Talk. 
Well, thank you very much, Matt. It's good to be here, and I have to tell you, this is my very first podcast, so I'm really anxious to see exactly how this all plays out and how it works out. I'll be happy to uh, share what little uh, I may know about any uh, specific or general subject and uh, and to answer questions for anybody who might want to call in and get some free legal advice. Uh, it'll be limited, and I'm not sure what the value will be, but I'll do the best I can. Um, with regard to the Petito case, I thought it was very interesting that you would mention that. It is a, obviously a classic example of uh, abusive relationships and how they uh, go bad uh, so quickly uh, and so and often uh, so violently. Um, it's a um, uh, it's one of those things that we first have to identify uh, when uh, uh, when you're in one or going into one, and that's why so many parents and and friends identify uh, or have those reservations before the people who are actually involved in them even realize that they are either uh, on the verge of becoming a perpetrator of domestic violence or a victim of domestic violence. And I think that the Petito uh, 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 case is, uh, is a prime, uh, prime example of that. Um, and um, uh, I think we all watched uh, watch that event uh, sort of unfold um, uh, after it had started uh, to go bad, although a few of us uh, were aware of it in the earlier days uh, when these two young people had theoretically decided to take this uh, road trip and were broadcasting their adventures uh, along the way, or at least the adventures that we uh, who were following them at all um, uh, were aware of. Um, so, uh, uh, with that um, uh, as an introduction uh, to that subject, um, uh, you know, it's it's one of those uh, difficult situations. I think that a lot of us um, we meet people. Um, that's probably a good basis for. Uh, indicating that before we get too serious in a relationship, uh, that we analyze it from all of the standpoints, uh, both from our own good judgments and uh, as well as from people who we are used to listening to and having respect for and, and paying attention to. But as we all know, we get into individual situations where we seem to know best and ignore the advice or the signs uh, that there is something amiss in those relationships. I, I don't know if you agree with that or, or how you feel about that. Um, Definitely. It, uh, uh, but it is, uh, uh, it, it is a, uh, a situation that could come on very quickly and very surprisingly. Um, none of us, at least for the time being, are going to know exactly when and how and under exactly what the circumstances were of that particular event. I have my own feelings and viewpoints, um, uh, which I'm reluctant to voluntarily share. <laughs> However, um, uh, 
we do know that it went quick it went bad quickly and even when there was intervention uh, by law enforcement um, at that point in time um, uh, he was just not uh, was not prepared to uh, disclose what it was that she was actually going through at that particular moment or in those particular times, probably a lot because she had been convinced or had convinced herself that it was at least as much her fault as, uh, as Brian's or, um, and, uh, or that somehow she had brought it on to herself, uh, which is not atypical uh, in situations that we, that we see uh, before they uh, play themselves out uh, to what some of us on the outside and in observation may well have expected and, and seen coming up, coming. Uh, is there anything you'd like to, to ask or contribute to that, <laughs> to that, to that introduction for whatever uh, it was? Well, I, I, I know that in my previous podcast, I've said to people that um, uh, there are times when things simply just don't work. Um, and part of that is like what you said, people don't admit to themselves when they're in a situation uh, because of, you know, their their own beliefs. Uh they believe that they deserve what they're getting or they believe that uh, it's okay for a person to act the way the other partner is acting. And uh, this, you know, in this, in most situations, uh, you know, I've learned uh, that it, it could be either, or it could be either the male or the female that does the abusing. Um, oh, yeah. oh yes. That's, that's absolutely true. There's no, uh, uh, there's no lock on uh, on gender for uh for domestic violence or abuse uh obviously uh, only because of the uh ordinary um uh size and, and physical uh, physicality differences we have a tendency to uh, always think of it in terms of being the man who is the abuser um uh, but what we all know um those who have experienced it and those who have seen it experienced uh, realize that um, domestic abuse and domestic violence um, occur uh, on both uh, on both sides of the gender uh, of, of the gender uh, uh, aspect and uh, uh, so these warning signs uh, are uh, really uh, as much for for men and uh, as well as for women um, and if I fall into uh, one of the, the standard kinds of things of using uh, he's and, and uh, she's uh, in, in, uh, in a, inappropriate, uh, uh, it, it really does not uh, mean that that's uh, uh, the way I'm looking at it gener generally, because uh, I, I've seen it uh, long-term, low-key, uh, which has just made people's lives individually miserable and and at uh, one extreme is divorce and or uh, ending the relationship and uh, at, at the further extreme of course we have those instances of the 
uh, of violence that turns uh, uh, sometimes uh, catastrophic or um, uh, enough uh, to generate uh, uh, local, regional, or even national, <laughs> and in the Petito case, worldwide uh, uh, involvement or observation involvement at the very least. For those of you who are just tuning in, uh, hey, Ezra, <clears throat> uh, we were talking about um, uh, trying to avoid abuse in a relationship. And we talked a little bit about the Gabby Petito case uh, since I just seen you just tuned in. Um, uh, in your experience, uh, Ezra, if you have a chance to share a few things, uh, uh, obviously, uh, uh, our experience in that area is always through other people, news, events, or other things of that nature. Um, Michael Snyder. Oh, we got a call coming in. Don't worry, I'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, hey Ezra, how you doing, buddy? You got anything you want to share with us Can you on the subject of avoiding abuse in a relationship? Can you hear me? <clears throat> yes, sir. All right. Well, shoot. Um, it's funny to be talking about abuse in a relationship because I not even two days ago I had a really really deep discussion mm -hmm. with a good friend of mine and he kind of wants to just get out of the relationship and he's tried everything he could and people say things like go to therapy and the person he's with doesn't even want him to go to therapy because she's a really, really high-level kind of control freak. He found out after they had a kid that she cheated on him before the kid was, like, conceived. All these things that just lead into, uh, like, well, shoot, uh, why would you have stayed with her that long? But he didn't know. And then, well, basically... I kind of, it, it is a solution. Just get out of it. I know it sounds defeatist, but we're not always here to be in relationships that are, I'm in a loving one. Some relationships are better. We're, we're now business partners. We're not lovers. We're not, you're not my friend. We have a child. That child is our business. And we're not always going to get what we want out of business as long as the business, a.k.a. the child, is thriving, then the greater good has been reached. And you first create children in the name of love, and the love takes a backseat to all the problems and all the other things. I say this from my own experience because... I had the same situation happen with my son and his mother and we're better than we've ever been only because we just called it a split. We said, this isn't going to work. And this buddy of mine, his relationship, 
he's in over a 10-year marriage. And I was dumbfounded because it's somebody I've known a long time. And I thought, wow, I never thought I'd see you go through this, my my guy. I I I I I hear that. Now does he hear me? Yes, he can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ezra, I I uh, I see exactly the same thing, and have I think that uh, there are so many uh, reasons uh, or uh, uh, how we end up getting into these relationships before we really understand or know the people that we are getting into them with, and children and conceiving a child is probably, if not the most common, um, one of the most common ways uh, of doing it, because there is so much um, uh, incidental uh, conceiving uh, based on, I think, people's uh, general attitudes uh, 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 as far as relationships are concerned. and uh, All of a sudden, you, you find yourself in a conceiving situation, you try to make it work, you take the next step, you have the relationship, you move in, and you really don't know one another, other than you know that, uh, you know, the one is pregnant and that you are the uh, the father, uh, assuming that that has been resolved, of course, uh, that you're the, the father uh, of, that, uh, of that child. And uh, I think our natural uh, best instincts uh, are to try to make that relationship work, to... Uh, uh, for the child uh, that's going to be born sake. Um, usually there's that honeymoon period or that uh, period of getting adjusted. It seems to work, although one or the other seems to perhaps be a little more controlling than we had known or thought of. But we continue to think from the, from the very beginning that we can overcome these small signals. And, uh, and, and frequently, obviously, uh, Many people, many people do, um, but those are people who are, for the most part, emotionally prepared for the relationship they're getting into, whether or not it was one long anticipated or one that uh, was very uh, 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 sporadic or uh, happened uh, uh, on very short notice and, and uh, almost uh, accidentally or unintentionally on either or both parties' part. And uh, you want to jump in here, uh, Matt, if you've got anything to, to contribute uh, uh, on your own observations and, uh, and history. Uh, I do think that um, we need to be alert to our relationship at least as much as we are to the reasons for keeping it together uh, as we are um, uh, for the um, dissatisfaction that we seem to experience um, uh, as soon as the, the newness uh, or the, uh, the mutual uh, excitement uh, begins to wane. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. And um, thank you both, uh, Gary and Ezra, uh, for sharing that information. Um, <clears throat> uh, Ezra knows and... Um, I've said to people on the podcast many times, <clears throat> every relationship has an ending point, okay? It's either you break up, you separate, you divorce, or one of the other parties dies. The key to 
why I do the podcast is so that we can try to achieve a better relationship if there are problems, try to uh, uh, prevent from having difficulties because of the way you present yourself. One of my podcasts was setting the example. You can't change another person. You can set the example. Um, That also goes for an abusive relationship. You can't change that person. You can only set the example. And then you, like Gary said, and uh, you have to choose to stay in it or get out of it. Yes, that that's so true. Um, one of the the more recent uh, personal experiences uh, or professional experiences that I had was uh, in a discussion with with a woman who was contemplating divorce because her um, in that instance her husband uh, had mental problems that she was having difficulty com- uh, uh, coping with. Um, he had a diagnosis of schizophrenia. And uh, but he was still functional and uh, uh, was doing his job and they had a child. And so she was reluctant uh, to take that step because for basically for financial reasons. And um, uh, and while she felt that he had uh, temper outbursts that she was having difficulty dealing with, um, she put it off and delayed it, and uh, a, but obviously uh, because of the the problems that they were having, and that she was basically getting tired of having to put up with his um, controlling nature, and perhaps probably you know, and became uh, more uh, uh, outspoken about that. Um, it put him into into his. Uh, uh, Rage. Uh, uh, well, uh, it led from uh, from their normal spats and and arguments uh, to a uh, particularly violent episode, uh, and ultimately uh, her death. And uh, and it was a grossly um, sad situation. Uh, the, the child uh, uh, was present uh, when it occurred. Uh, uh, the woman who was very nice and, and in, in at least very nice from all um, ways that you could uh, measure her by by her concern and um, and in fact when you met uh, Claudio uh, he too was very nice when he was in between episodes but because of his natural condition um, uh, he basically uh, uh, continued to uh, overreact. Um, he's now, uh, do, you know, from having been able to be uh, a divorced person, uh, still working and getting outpatient uh, uh, group sessions uh, for his condition to chill him out on a more regular basis and to show him and teach him the warning signs of his own condition, uh, it led to this violent episode. Uh, was unable to to deal with it or he was unable to deal with it um, as a professional might have been able to do or should have been able to do and likely would have been able and had been able to do up until 
this outburst situation um, and um, and resulted in, uh, in in her death. And now uh, Claudio is spending 25 to life uh, in a uh, in a prison cell and um, uh, with um, all of the the things that go along with that and the difficulties he's had for the last three years of dealing with that, including attacking a, another person in the prison um, under the same circumstances, because now he has opened up uh, a new level of his schizophrenia. And uh, so he has become more violent. So, and, and even though he was and is the, the perpetrator of, of the murder of his wife, um, it's also taken him down further down the, down that rabbit hole of violence and so that now nobody is really safe in his presence um, it, it and and what do we have we have a four-year-old child or a five-year-old four no she's now five five-year-old child who's being raised uh by uh, uh removed uh grandparents and um will never really know either of her parents and basically witnessed uh, that violent demise of her mother, um, which you know is going to um, have consequences for her throughout her life, whether she will become a victim or a victor uh, in uh, of domestic violence through her family um, is yet to be seen, obviously. And so um, she's in uh, she's in therapy herself at you know five and a half years old. Um, in order to um, help her deal with the loss uh, of her parents, but she really doesn't understand, even though she saw and does understand it, unfortunately. A, a very awkward age for a child to witness something that violent. Um, and uh, essentially, uh, um, because I'd had um, uh, some involvement uh, with them through the domestic aspect of it, or at least the counseling of, of, uh, of her about her divorce situation and about you know uh, the risks that she was you know that she was uh, uh, was under. Um, uh, I, I'm perhaps more familiar with that particular case than with many that I become involved in when I just meet the people for the first time in a courtroom. Uh, oh, uh, looks like Ezra has left the has left the room is that what we're seeing on the screen here no no ezra's still here oh, as a matter of fact I'm, he wanted to say um, something oh, no, I'm, oh, okay. I'm still here i'm just like visualizing um i'm just hearing gary describe all this and then <laughs> I, I i have to pardon my approach uh because matthew's seen my matthew knows me or oh well yeah he's like I'm probably thinking, man, what am I thinking right here? I mean, I'm just imagining everything you're saying or everything that this played out, this story and about this schizophrenic. And to say that's a mind, to say that's a mind blow, that's like right out of a movie. That's the kind of thing that yes. I, I get home from work and my wife's like, I saw this thing on ID and, and, and I'm like, holiness, like that is, I, I'm just imagining it and it's just, it's 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 fascinating, but I mean, no, I, I don't mean that in. I'm not trying to shed light to it, but it's 
Sure. It's so interesting because the, 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 of all the things that I grasp onto, I know it's a relationship podcast, but I've been kind of the, the issue of mental health has been really rampant with around my life. And, and then to hear that they locked this guy up and he ended up meeting probably other schizophrenics and they're just getting lumped in, uh, mental, mentally disabled people, disordered people are getting lumped in with prison. I'm like, this isn't a, this isn't a bad guy. This is someone who, I, is I mean, he think that's a terrible thing. Don't get me wrong, sure. but this is, they're going to, they do this to thousands and thousands of people just, well, put them in with the misfits. And I'm like, they're not, and you know, you never got the help. And, and it's, it's so tragic. And I hope that the, the, the little the little girl or the child is able to grow up and someone's able to pull her aside and say you know you you get you did get the bad draw of the deck on parents but you know they they did what I mean again not to not to sound that way about it but she's able to learn from that somehow when in her 20s maybe once she processes it and goes through therapy and then because this is one of mi- mi- millions of cases where look what happened when when help wasn't attained when things were mishandled now you got a child without essentially without both parents that you're absolutely right Ezra and that is a big problem and and obviously uh Claudia and and uh, and uh, Claudio's and uh, Laura's case were is substantially different than than we see on a daily basis. But with regard to the child um, uh, involved, uh, and I don't want to discuss her name or any of that, but um, but with regard to her, think not only about what she has to go through, and now and because of of my own involvement uh, before that, and and having got, gotten to know that uh, her and her mother. Uh, before all of that, uh, and even um, having had, had met Claudio uh, in in uh, uh, more normal and and uh, uh, casual circumstances when he was not uh, out reacting, um, uh, we see that these children um, uh, don't get professional assistance, and that's why I think this is a problem that escalates and and extrapolates uh, so that. We get more and more of this kind of behavior, both as victims as well as perpetrators, because most of these instances do not end up in 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 high-profile cases, murders and and significant beatings. Usually, uh, I suppose, most of these acts of of uh, 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 of uh, domestic Mania? violence. Well, domestic violence on a continuing scale, but not uh, of the level of of uh, bringing the police or law enforcement uh, into it, but that people just live with over the years so that uh, met most children grow up in these kinds of circumstances uh, who are with these with parents who have not been able to sort out their uh, either they should never have been together or working out their relationship so it is successful uh, or, you know, uh, uh, that um, uh, we have a, this problem that continues to go on through society. And, uh, oh, I, okay, 
and uh, I think that um, you're ab- that you're absolutely right. We do get these occasional, um, and I perhaps see more of them than the average person because of the nature of my occupation. But uh, uh, most of these instances, people live through, and they and they stay with it until the child is uh, grown, um, and they were miserable, and the child had a miserable upbringing, and I and uh, is unhappy, and they, but what they, they have learned over the years, uh, what they've seen. And um, so that when they begin to choose their partner or get into their relationship, they are already on one side or the other of it. They're either violent by nature and a good way to keep the other person quiet or, um, or uh, uh, in, uh, in the, uh, uh, non uh uh in 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 non-state um is uh they learn to uh, be quiet or to not talk or to not tell uh or to assume the blame because that's the way their mother did it or that's the way their father did it type of thing and uh, and i it's almost more it's almost much sadder for those who don't experience some of these more tragic situations, because at least in the tragic situations, there usually is professional help that jumps right in and tries at least to, to repair it. But in most cases, there is none of that professional assistance. Oh, man. Figure it, figure it out yourself and don't talk so much. And, um, uh, let's see if, uh, you know, if you, if you didn't argue with, with her all the time, then she wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't, uh, uh, get so mad. Uh, if, if you didn't, uh, threaten to, to, um, uh, hit her, or if you didn't raise your fist, uh, she would, uh, uh, uh you know, she would, uh, continue to make it worse. So you were, so I'm justified somehow in, in doing what I need to do to continue to control because that's the way my, my father controlled my mother and it worked for him and now oh my goodness i went too far i i I did too much oh my god what happened and uh and i and these are things that you can almost look and project based on the way people are raised when they're young and young people when they're getting into the relationships and you're sitting and watching and talking to them how they are moving in those directions on the other hand, of course, we all know that we have our personalities and arguments and, and disagreements and, and uh, fights are all part of the, um, you know, of the life experience uh, and the relationship experience. It's really a case, I think, of having um, controls over yourself that have been inbred to you and also being able to spot those same kinds of personality traits in other people. And uh, uh, so... Anyhow, it's been it's been great talking to you. And if um, you have any other observations, I'd be I'd love to hear them. Well, Ezra can go on. He can go on and on and on. We could have. Yeah, a I better not. <laughs> we we <laughs> could have a podcast for about six or seven hours, but because <laughs> that brother knows how to talk. But I'm I'm gonna say this: what you said, paying attention to personality, um, and and other things of that nature. I that's. Part of why I do the podcast is because so that people can identify or at least be 
familiar with certain traits and certain things that people say and do so that they can be more aware of what they're getting into with their partner. Whether it's a boyfriend and girlfriend, a husband and wife, it doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, is that there's, uh, there's, uh, 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 I'm not going to say an identifier, but I'm going to say there's a time where, like you said, the casual dating in the beginning, the casual, the, the beginning, the casual dating, that's where we, we start to learn about people. And I would suggest, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, if you haven't listened to my podcast, I've got. Uh, 13 or 14 of them already uh, go back and listen to them. <laughs> you're absolutely right yeah. go back and listen to to a couple of them and um, you know uh, remember your first date is just as important to find out who that person is and what those kinds of observations that you find so attractive on the first date what they mean and if not to make a judgment based on them to certainly explore them. We do know that when we go on our first date, uh, uh, he or she look their best. Uh, we wear our best clothes. We talk about the best subjects or the things that we're best at uh, and things of this nature because we're trying to impress the other person. And, and, and similarly, we want to see how we feel about the other person. So we're more concerned about how they look uh, is their hair the way we like hair to be worn? Uh, are their clothes the kind of clothes we like them to wear? Is their job the kind of job that we want somebody that we're going to marry uh, to have? Um, we don't spend a lot of time in asking them, how's your mother? How your how your mom and dad get along? Uh, you have brothers and sisters? Uh, how old are they? Where do you rank in that family? And what's your family dynamic? In other words, I think that if people early on, before they go so wrapped up in those, what ultimately are the more, the obviously the superficial aspects of every relationship, um, but in the earliest stages, those are the most important aspects to us, and and we have to at least know that, so that those are the, the more the the more substantial things. Um, are that we are what we look into to see whether we want a second date or a third date, or if we want to get into a serious relationship, um, rather than relying on how old she is or where how she looks or how he looks or what kind of job he has. So, um, thank you. And also, I mean, we want to avoid having to get someone like Gary to intervene in some court decision. We, 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 we need Gary for things of this nature first. We'd rather have him help us, guide us in things of this nature first. Uh, is, there, is, is there a way to contact you, Gary, or is there a, a website or something yet you know <laughs> well obviously when people come to me for the most part they have already made some form of a decision uh -huh. their relationship is not working and they know it is not working and they either want out of it or they want a solution 
uh, and they either want him out of the house or they want her out of the house or they want to know how they can get custody and get the, the child away from this other person. Uh, so when people come to me, for the most part, there have already been some preliminary decisions made. But I do think that if people would spend more time early on, when they first start noticing that they're having difficulty in the relationship, if they would seek professional help, uh, everything from talking on, on these kinds of shows, these talk shows where they can express what the issues are um, and get the professional help they need. There are churches, there are, uh, there are ministers, not all ministers, not all churches are designed or capable of providing the appropriate services. But those services are out there. It's a case of finding the, the person, the, the therapist, the, the uh, group, uh, the church, the organization, the individual who, who you can listen to and who perhaps both of you can listen to and learn from and make changes before those changes become irreversible to the point where there is an explosion whether big or small, an explosion by way of divorce or an explosion by way of violence. And um, and the same is true with the minimal violence, which is continuous, uh, or the uh, kind of violence that is an explosive violence, which is an incident, an individual incident that leads in great bodily harm or great emotional harm. Uh, or life and death, for that matter, in some instances, of course. I see you're ready, Ezra. Say what you well, got to say. I just, all I'm thinking, like, th th this is my, um, I, I, I want to kind of th thank each of you in the level of, um, maybe uh, Matthew's continually done these podcasts and they've, they've been great. And, um, I think there's a continuing theme, or, like a through line. And, but, not, I don't know how often it happens that I, I want you both to know how significant a value everything I've just heard was today. Um, in terms of maybe, maybe the things that each of you have kind of touched on <clears throat> and the story, uh, the stories and what Gary was just talking about. Maybe don't, I don't know how significant they seem right now that they're kind of coming out of your guys' mouths. But as you're saying this, I'm literally thinking about. I'll use my brother that that he's he's basically my brother and how much all of what just said like I wish they were in the room right now to hear everything that was just said and I, I feel bad because I know that my friend I, I, I feel like I'm seeing a situation unfold where things you've both mentioned that Gary has mentioned aren't going to play out the way they should um, with the person not allowing the other to seek therapy he's it's just I'm thinking, man, this is exactly what I'm talking about, and you guys touched on it, and it's um so vital to what these people would need to hear, and it's it's driving me crazy. I, I mean, I mean, I'm like, man, this is exactly what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like, you know, he he ended up with this person at a weird time in his life where she kind of rescued him, but he didn't dig into the <clears throat> the nuts and bolts of like when we. I didn't date till I was older and thought now, cause I always, well, how is your family? I ask that stuff cause I'm aware of what I love who I'm with, but this, my brother doesn't. And it's absolutely just, uh, 
spot on what has, has been said right now. And I'm just, I, 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 I want to know what I should do with it to help my brother out. <clears throat> if there's something I could do to help him out of this situation. Cause I'm watching it all play out right now with the mistreatment that he wants the child. It's, it's surreal. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Oh, Matthew. I, I, I'm sorry. We had a little technical difficulty right there at the last moment, Mr. Ezra. But, yeah. Thank, I, you, very, I, thank you very much, Ezra. It was, it's, it's good to hear that. One nice thing about these podcasts, and I'm this because this is my first experience on one, um, is that I understand they get recorded so that people can come in like your friends. Uh, or your brother and, uh, and re-listen, and re-listen to it. And if you can get people to do that, I think these are all very helpful. And they're not the solutions, but they can help people realize they need to find the solution for themselves. And they, but they do need to take action. They can be the spark. Yes. Yes. And, and yes, the, uh, Gary just said what I was just getting ready to say. I will share with people. I will sh- I will share with people as much as I can, but I can't. You can lead the the horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink. I tell people all the time. The reason I do this is because I love helping people. Yes, I want it to be popular, and I want to do all kinds of wonderful things with it, and blah blah blah. But people have to understand if you don't do something for a purpose and for a reason, like what we're doing right now. Okay, you're not doing jack, in my opinion. That's just me. Uh, Gary, like I said, if you got any way people can get in touch with you, I'll tell them, hey, go to Gary.com. <laughs> well, my two, my two email addresses are uh, Gary underscore wow one at hotmail.com. Say it one more time. Gary, G-A-R-Y underscore wow. W-O-W, the number one, at Hotmail.com. Or, of course, if it's gone to the next level beyond that, you can always call Dun- or you can always email DunlapLaw at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Two different solutions to the same kinds of problems, perhaps, and one much less expensive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, also, a uh, couple other things I just want to mention. Uh, you know, I, I, my son has, um, he has his own shop in Las Vegas. It's called Madam Hustle 1000 on Instagram. Please check it out. Madam Hustle 1000 on Instagram. Also, uh, you want some good food? Go to gumbogirlslow.com on Wednesdays, Wednesday evening, 4 to 7 p.m. Um, and uh, Ezra, I understand you're supposed to be having a uh, uh, you're supposed to be having another comedy show coming up in November. <laughs> November 27th at the Swiss. I got heavy hitters Pete Munoz and Jeff Serve coming down from San Jose to do a do a really special set, and got the girl. Give me that date again. November 27th. It's going to be all over social media. You're going to be tired of hearing from me by the time you 
It's going to be big. This one's going to be huge. It was, it was in the works and I am very blessed that everybody's entertained and allowing me to entertain them with my foolery. <laughs> well, I'm, looking mean, forward to hear, I'm looking forward to hearing it, Ezra. Oh, it'll be on there. We're going to put, put it all up there. People will be able to see it. And I am a, um, I am nothing but a fool with the guitar and to be, I'm here for everyone's amusement because sometimes we just need a little laugh. <laughs> there you go. Nothing like, nothing like a little humor. Uh, so, all right. Well, we're gonna Dave Chappelle, notwithstanding at all. <laughs> oh, Lord, Wait a minute. Oh, Lord. He's a oh, funny guy. Lord. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay, folks. Uh, thank you for everything. Uh, uh, this is Matt Blaze Love Talk. But understand, this is a, a a love of people, a love of helping, and a love of caring. If you don't have caring, loving things to do in life, you know, it's a dull life. There you go. And from the words of Gary Dunlap, thank you. And this is Matt Blaze Love Talk. Ezra, you got anything you want to say before I hang up? You all said it. You said it. Love, love you all. Love as many things and you covered it. So love you guys. Love yourselves. Love each okay. other. All right. Thank, thank you, God. Ezra. And thank you, Gary. <laughs> Gary Dunlap. Okay, so now it's the end of the room, and got it.